Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. Hello, sun in my face. Hello, you who make the morning and spread it over the fields and into the faces of the tulips and the nodding morning glories and into the windows of even the miserable and the crotchety. Best preacher that ever was, dear star, that just happens to be where you are in the universe to keep us from ever darkness to ease us with warm touching, to hold us in the great hands of light. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Watch now how I start the day in happiness, in kindness. Watch now how I start the day in happiness, in kindness. Kindness or loving kindness seems to be the most important quality that we can cultivate in ourselves. We live in a world that just feels so harsh and so cruel. Every day we wake up to another terrible tragedy, we see and feel the extent to which human beings can be so cruel, reeling still from the shooting in the church in Texas, in southern Texas, a man who was so disturbed and and inflicted such brutal pain on so many people and it feels like that's so present in our world that that capacity for cruelty that comes from such deep pain and so it seems that really all we can do is focus on our, our little worlds wherever we are our little universes and just be kind just be kind to each other and kindness can be so simple kindness can be so simple just a very a simple act Kimulut chasidim acts of kindness random acts of kindness just noticing the people around us and it's really hard sometimes I acknowledge for myself how hard it is when I'm feeling so pained by the world or I'm caught up on an issue in my own reality that's really bothering me and weighing on my mind. The stories I'm telling myself in my head about myself and my relationships, my professional life, my personal life, and all of that can lead to a sort of closing and a sort of narcissism, a sort of selfishness where I just see my own reality. But if I expand that reality to see and feel and hear the people around me in ways that just invite simple kindness, 
chesed. Chesed. Interestingly, I learned just now that in 1535, in 1535, there was a someone called Miles Coverdale who published the first ever translation of the Hebrew Bible into English and created in that process a new English word. Because when he came across the word chesed, the word chesed, he realized that there wasn't really any English word that captured its meaning. And so he translated it and coined the phrase loving kindness. Loving kindness, a word that is so familiar to us in our English language and uh, an apt translation of chesed. And chesed appears in this week's parasha, in this week's Torah portion. And it's the quality, it's the quality that Abraham's servant, who we assume is called Eliezer, is looking for in the future wife of Abraham's son, Yitzhak Isaac. Abraham makes his servant promise that he will find someone from their own kin and bring her back as a wife for Isaac and that Eliezer, the servant, sets this kind of test and the test is entirely based around chesed, around this quality of loving kindness. He hangs out by a well and the people come and eventually Rivka, Rebecca, comes to that well and she draws water and intuitively gives water to the stranger who she doesn't know, doesn't recognize and offers water to the camels. And in that act, and of course water itself is symbolic of, of chesed, of that quality of loving kindness. So it's not just the water, it's the, it's the way in which her heart is able to show loving kindness. But she gives, on a physical level, she gives water to the animals and water to the people. And that is the quality that convinces Eliezer the servant that indeed she is the right wife for Yitzhak, the right wife for the son of Abraham, who our tradition tells us is the embodiment of this this quality of chesed. Chesed in Kabbalah, the attribute of, of chesed on the tree of life, is connected to Abraham. Chesed, loving kindness or compassion. And that's the quality that needs to be found to allow Yitzchak to continue the loving, if you like, work of his father Abraham and his mother Sarah. So I'm just really struck by, on the one hand, the, the, the great simplicity, and the other hand, the great complexity. On one level, it's so, it's so simple. It's so simple. Just opening our eyes and whether it's people that we're in intimate relationship with or co-workers or strangers on the street or people that we just encounter in the course of a day in this world just to be kind just to be kind 
to notice what someone might need, to notice what someone might be feeling and to offer what we can. And it could be a simple smile and a kind word, or it could be offering to make them a cup of coffee, or it could be asking them if there's anything that they need. And it seems so simple and yet it's not simple because we are not simple, we are complex and we have so many distracting thoughts and feelings and emotions that take us out of that simplicity. There's such a simplicity to that story of Rebecca at the well, just intuitively and instinctively offering water to the strangers and to the animals. I feel so worried for our civilization, for our nation and for our world. We get so caught up in institution building and corporate America and corporate world where just the the institutions, the buildings, the quality of of the professional experience that we create somehow is at the expense of the people just the people and the and the the mandate that we have to be kind to each other we lose sight of it sometimes in our empire building reality you know we lose sight of this basic and essential idea of treating each other with kindness. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs Rabbi Jonathan Sachs says in an essay called The Kindness of Strangers based on this Parsha he says that through Chesed through this loving kindness quality through Chesed Jews humanized fate as they believed God's Chesed humanizes the world as God acts towards us with love so we are called on to act lovingly to one another. The world does not operate solely on the basis of impersonal principles like power or justice, but also on the deeply personal basis of vulnerability, attachment, care and concern, recognizing us as individuals with unique needs and potentialities. Through Chesed Jews humanized fate what a powerful idea. Fate can feel so cruel and so random and so destructive and so brutal. But somehow believing in this simple quality of chesed, of basic loving kindness, it humanizes fate. John O'Donoghue, who I've been reading a lot recently and listening to that lilting Irish uh, accent of his on various recordings. He says about kindness, he says, despite all the darkness, human hope is based on the instinct that at the deepest level of reality, some intimate kindness holds sway. Despite all the darkness, human hope is based on the instinct that at the deepest level of reality, some intimate kindness holds sway. This is the heart of blessing. To believe in blessing is to believe that our being here, our very presence in the world is itself the first gift, the primal blessing. 
the first gift, the primal blessing. Just being here is a gift and a primal blessing. And that gift comes from an act. I think he's saying it comes from an act of chesed, of loving kindness. And therefore, it demands of us that we act in our own world with loving kindness. The poem that I opened this podcast with today is by Mary Oliver, and it's called Why I Wake Early, from a collection with the the same name, Why I Wake Early. Mary Oliver, the wonderful poet who inspires me through her inspiration of the, the world around her. But she talks about this idea of waking up early and experiencing the, the beauty in the world sometimes, and very often I, we, can wake up in the morning feeling a sense of anxiety and dread and discomfort and uncertainty about what the day's going to bring us, especially uh, when we confront the, the news out there. And perhaps even when we just confront whatever we are going to come across in the course of our day. And yet she, as our Jewish tradition, enjoins us to say, I'm so grateful as I wake. And the capacity and the potential that I have to bring loving kindness into the world. And so her poem, I think, evokes that idea that we can come into wakefulness and immediately remind ourselves she says that last line watch now how I start the day in happiness in kindness watch now how I start the day in happiness in kindness so however we might be feeling and whatever we might be experiencing as we come into wakefulness Mary Oliver and Jewish tradition and this week's Parsha and Rabbi Jonathan Sachs and so many other sources, John O'Donoghue, invite us to see ourselves in this beautiful, beautiful sense of primal being and being part of a, a chorus that cultivates chesed, cultivates loving kindness so that as we go about our our lives, we can just notice the small ways in which we can give of ourselves, of our hearts and of our hands and just bring more and more and more kindness into this very cruel and confusing world. Thank you for listening to A Dash and Drush. We will see you next time.